<laughs> wow, this makes such a difference. Yeah, turning it on. <laughs> you mean these things don't work without electricity? What? This is baby's toy. <laughs> so you were talking about what makes good material is kids? What's some good kid material that you've heard lately? <laughs> it's not even... Kids today. <laughs> Well, I think everybody thinks that their kids are funny, and sometimes they're funny looking. <laughs> well, I think most of other kids are funny looking. Like, look at that funny kid! Such a such a dummy. Really, <laughs> really, kids are only funny if you can really catch that in between part where they're not annoying and not, I guess, some other cliche. It's just that kind of fine line in between where I was like, <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> but that was funny, too. <laughs> Do you laugh at your kids in a funny way? Not yeah. like in a, like, yeah. <laughs> not at them, but with them. Okay, so like my son's three and a half, your nephew. Mm -hmm. All right. And we're going through the whole potty training and everything. And for the most part, he's he's potty trained. But since I've had his sisters, he regresses with each one. Kind of, you know. Like he doesn't want to because they're not? He just gets needy and he just gets a lot more like, I don't really want to do this because they're here and you fuck them. <laughs> like needy, like, yeah, he needs a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of catching him in those moments of like when he's in trouble and then, you know, or when he's just being needy or something. So it, anyway, so we're kind of going back and forth like on him pooping in his pants, mm -hmm. basically. and Without um, diapers. Yes, without diapers. And we're ta not talking about accidents, just full on like. He does it on I'm purpose. Poop in <laughs> kind. I don't even really know. He looks at you and he's like just giving you that like, yeah, yeah, I'm like my pants and right now. Thing. We'll find him be like behind the couch or something, and we're like, Aiden, behind the couch, Aiden, Aiden. I know you're pooping, and that's the thing. Us as parents is like, don't bullshit me. I know this is happening. Like, I'm on to you, you know? And it's almost like we're... It's like, it's almost like torture, like, yes. where's the poop? <laughs> Tell me where the poop is! <laughs> we want to get, like, a light and be like, I know what you're doing, man. <laughs> and his blank expression is like, what's up, guys? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, uh, what poop? What poop? Yeah, and, like, like, oh, oh this one? Like, in my pants right yeah. now? Oh, this? <laughs> I don't know He's where that like, came from. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't got it. it. It wasn't. And here's another thing. Okay, so him and Elise are two years apart. His younger sister. We have three. Right. I'll just tell your audience. I have three kids. Mm -hmm. Okay, a four-month-old. Yeah. An almost two-year-old and a three-and-a-half-year-old. He'll be four in August. Anyway, so he's been blaming his sister for his poop. <laughs> which is like... <laughs> Oh, this poop in my pants? It's Elise's. It's Elise's. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like Scott and I, we're parents in our 30s and we partied and we've done a lot. And so we're like, dude, if you're going to lie 
Give us a good one. Like, <laughs> if you're going to get good at this, if this is the route you're going to take, like, we're right. going to find out right. eventually, right. you know. But let's just say, let's just have fun with this, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, don't blame it on your sister mm-hmm. who's, like, in her room mm-hmm. not doing anything. And it'd be wonder, like, it'd be another thing, too, if she had, like, a poopy diaper and, like, maybe swap poop or something. Right. But it's like, she's like, like Some huh? sort of Indiana Jones. Yeah, like. exactly. Some kind of mind trick. Like, I don't know. I'm going to swap out this sack of shit with another sack of shit, and they'll never know. And we'll see if these bozos figure it out. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm clearly smarter than these yes, people. But- I'm far. <laughs> um, and I say it like that. Far. I'm far. <laughs> Right? A fella. A fella. So in the meantime, he's having this anonymous poop (laughs) that no one is catching on to. Now what is like, as a child, I could never understand because I can't remember back to when I was a child so I could remember like, oh, this was awesome. But I've never thought like, oh yeah, the pooping in the pants, that's better than the toilet, all right? (laughs) That's what I (laughs) Like, I don't want it in my pants. Yeah, like, like, I've asked him, I'm like, doesn't that bother you? Like, that would bother, like. Like, yeah, just sitting in like your pants. Stinky, like, especially, like, depending on what you had last night. Like, doesn't that, it, like. Yeah, ugh. like, but the kid, that's the thing. At that age, you're like, so you know. I don't know why, but I want it. I, yeah. I love it like I don't this. even think that. I think he's just like, I don't see what the big deal is. Like, yeah, I just, so I sit in my shit, whatever. Like, whatever, you know, like, it's just like another act to him he, he doesn't understand like but what if he was actually telling the truth and like elise was this like crazy two-year-old that's like i'm gonna sit i'm what? gonna shit in his pants and then they're gonna blame it on him <laughs> the funny thing is too about my daughter well, I should show you pictures of things that she does because she will like look over at aiden mm. and be like <laughs> you remember that you old family son guy? Of a bitch. <laughs> yep. That old family guy with Brian and Stewie. Yes. And they say something in front of the reporter because of his son. And he's like, Mr. Tucker, uh, it seems your son Jake had some vodka at the school dance and uh, Chris got blamed for it. This, uh, this, this whole situation has just turned his whole life upside down face. In slow <laughs> <Yeah>. motion. <laughs> slow head cock. I'm just like. <laughs> What the fuck did you just and say? That is, that is my middle child. That is Elise. She's almost <laughs> two in July. And she like literally is like. Yeah, that's a <laughs> that's a great joke for the podcast. I know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Stand up comedy, open mics, interviews, and the podcast too. It's just a day in the life for Daryl Williams. Welcome to This Comics Life. This is me, your host, D. Williams, a.k.a. Daryl Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass, a.k.a. Dude that's hanging out with his twin sister. That's right, guys. I'm hanging out with an actual family member who is not a comedian, but has definitely uh, shown me a lot of humor throughout our lives. I'm talking about my fellow uh, womb mate. (laughs) (laughs) 
Literally. <laughs> and sister Renee Mosley. AKA Renee. <laughs> or Nay. Nay, Nay. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, why Renee Mosley? Is it because he's your husband? And that's why you decided to uh, be <laughs> Renee Mosley? I always talk about it at the top with uh, my guests about, uh, you know, why did you choose this name? Usually it's because it's comedy related, you know, like a <laughs> stage name. Clearly not you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, do you like being a Mosley now? That you're <laughs> instead of a Williams or... Have you noticed a difference? I haven't really noticed much of a difference, other than the fact that I have to spell my last name. Because Williams is Right, everybody pretty, knows Williams, like, yeah. Yeah, is there an E in Williams? No. <laughs> Do people ask you how to spell Renee a lot? No, not so much Renee, but Mosley, because like that fighter. His, his, Sugar Shane Mosley? Yep, his name is M-O-S-L-E-Y, mm-hmm. and mine is M-O-S-E-L-E-Y. And uh, Scott's not related, right? No. <laughs> you know, it's funny how often he gets asked, like, just. <laughs> oh, like Sugar Shane Mosley, the huge black man? Yes. You're not related to him? <laughs> but didn't people, no one's ever asked you, like, oh, hey, so, like, you know, Daryl, like Jason Williams? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, like Ricky Jason. Williams? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like Vanessa Williams? Oh, yeah. 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 Like, oh, oh, they're all my family. <laughs> Duh. I mean, just imagine the the family reunions. Can't you tell? They're sweet. <laughs> it's just two white people in a sea full of black people. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, we did go to the Million Man March together. That's right. We did. And it was interesting how we went to Washington, D.C. for like a family vacation just out of nowhere. And it just so happened to be, yeah, on the same weekend as the Million Man Million March. March. And, of course, we were like, yeah, the only, like, white people there as tourists. And, by the way, it was not a million people. Nope. Maybe 300,000. Yeah. Something that, I mean, around, give or take. But it, it was not a million. Mm-hmm. And maybe Shut that's, out. like, where that uh that big dick... uh. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Maybe they overinflate all of their measurements. Like, oh, it's a million man march. Oh, it's eight inches. But when you really whip out the number, you know, measurements, you're like, wait a minute, that's not eight inches at all. It's more like four. Well, maybe they, you know, I mean, it was a triumph to get that many people together. True. You know, are you a, a sympathizer for small dick blacks? What? No. <laughs> no, it was a triumph to get out uh, that many blacks. To, uh, or just that many people. Right. I mean, yeah. But it was interesting that, like, let's be honest, our dad is uh, probably a little racist. And when I say a little, I mean, that's like being generous. You ain't from around here, are you, boy? So, like, yeah. I was very much, like, kind of aware of, like, hey, dad, I don't want to, like, sound weird but there's a lot of black people around. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the deal? But he had no, like, he wasn't like, well, you see, a lot of blacks have had a lot of problems with uh, well, yeah, this you country. You could use that, like, as, like, an educational platform and go, you know, hey. But he kind of just, like, shrugged it off, like, I don't know, look at this monument. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't, and well, yeah, like, we were, like, you, not really 
maybe old enough to deal with it, but like no. But at the same time, at the end of the day, you got a Beavis and Butthead like shirt. Yes. I don't even remember the shirt I got, and I remember he was talking to that one white woman and black woman who were like at that table. I don't know mm. what they were promoting or what their volunteerism or whatever, but you don't remember him like saying like, you know, this is cool that everybody's here and everything like that. But why are they doing this? Why mm-hmm. is the Million Man March? And the thing is. I could see why that would be like a good question, but like the way our dad presents people, it's it's more of like a challenge rather than like a question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> and he, and as he points to something that <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, okay, so he plays this like uninformed like. I wasn't aware that these like black people had problems, but then when you tell black people that, they're going to be like, what? You like, had no idea. You had no idea we've been going through this? Well, now you do. So none, stop none giving whatsoever. us some guff. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been that way too. We're like, yeah, a lot of times when black people say like, oh, I've, I've dealt with this, I've dealt with that. As soon as they tell me, I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. But then once they tell me that they've gone through that, it, it stays in my mind. It's mm-hmm. Now it's like, okay, black people deal with this. It's not like once I've been aware, I'm like, Oh, I'm just not going to like care or I'm not going to be that person. That's like, what? Huh? They told me once, but I don't remember that. (laughs) I didn't remember they had bad problems around here. No, it's like, yeah, I didn't know they were having bad problems. They told me they were having bad problems. Now let's fucking help them. (laughs) Instead of it being like, what? Hmm. (laughs) I'm just going to be this. You're going about it all wrong. You know what you need to do? You should write a letter instead. Like, <laughs> I being a. Uh, Doesn't that dad like tell us, like, you need to write a letter? <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, I've taken his advice and it didn't get me anywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I remember um, I've told it on the podcast before, but uh, our stepdad talked to us one time about um, if you want to get a girl to like you. You should just write a letter, you know, to her, you know, Shakespeare style, like just, you know, give her this long sonnet about how much you love her and how much, you know, that her hair reminds you of the wind and and the branches in the trees and stuff and how her eyes are so brown and whatever. And then she's just kind of totally read this and you're going to be in like Flynn. (laughs) And when I say in like Flynn, I mean like deep in the pussy. That's what he said. Uh, yeah, he sat me down. I don't remember. It. <laughs> I don't remember. He's it like, like here, that, let me but... write it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Your puss is so wet. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. It's like this five-year-old. <laughs> Daryl, see Daryl. Daryl's going into his own like mind right now, just going like, "This is hilarious." <laughs> While everybody's like. You're weird. Okay. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Go so on with the story. <laughs> so I, I write her this letter, and I give it to her, and then, like, you know, obviously, <laughs> nothing happens. Like, she she, she did not run into my arms uh, subsequently <laughs> after. And if anything, she uh, kept 500 feet away from me for the rest of the semester. And notified <laughs> our fourth grade teacher. <laughs> Pretty much, probably. <laughs> But that's the thing, like, he didn't first, like, preface, like, well, <laughs> first, first find out if she likes you. First find out if she even knows Get all you the facts. exist. <laughs> <laughs> 
First find out, is she a litigious person? <laughs> Are her parents lawyers? Find out that. See all Even of these... a paralegal in the family. Yeah, <laughs> even that. <laughs> find out all of these things before you write the letter. Any type of ramification that may come back to you. Yeah, talk to a, a, a fellow classmate and see what her feelings are about if you were to write this letter. Get some advice. Yeah, not mine. <laughs> but then once you get all those and they still point you to, oh, I should write this letter. Then maybe go for it. Maybe. It's still, that's a maybe. <laughs> With caution. Right. And make the letter not creepy either. <laughs> like, don't write in about how much you want to crush the puss. Don't write any of that. Don't write any about like how much you've uh, dreamed about her, thought about her naked. Don't write any of that. Uh, <laughs> Daryl, you were like young though. Like, <laughs> but that's the thing. I do recall. I don't remember it exactly verbatim what the letter consisted of, but the letter consisted of describing her features and definitely like, you know, being very into those features you know like your eyes are like crystals and i am a minor <laughs> and i can and so are you <laughs> not that minor like a, oh. an actual like you know gem minor oh I, see this is where i'm going like, i'm like this is weird this is weird. <laughs> your eyes are like crystals and i'm a jeweler <laughs> Or like, and I'm over here like, mm-hmm. like you're a minor. I'm a minor. Yeah, like your legs are like, you know, like strong and smooth like oak trees, and I'm gonna be a lumberjack. <laughs> but what works? That's the thing. Like Renee, have there been those boys that have done those things, and you've like went like, really? Ew, gross! Like get out of yes. here. <laughs> But then there's been other boys, obviously, that maybe wrote a letter, and it did work, right? Well, yeah, my husband. He wrote you a letter? He didn't write me a letter, actually, um, because, well, one might call it Facebook stalking, but um, (laughs) I saw some of his Facebook posts. (laughs) Some say letters, others say Facebook stalking, (laughs) catfishing. (laughs) You know, you be the judge. Um, no, but like I had seen him on Facebook a little bit and he had wrote some really great things. And um, so I got to see some of that. And then when we first started dating, because for an entire month, we just talked through Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I met my husband through a ministry called Teen Challenge. Mm-hmm. So, um, and they were just beautiful and they were really good and they were really, and our first, my first Mother's Day, he actually put them all together in an album along with pictures of our kids and everything. And that was his Mother's Day present to me. Oh. So actually it can be quite wooing. But that's <laughs> to a dude that you're into. Yes. My like, husband's awesomely that's attractive. That's the thing, like if you're into this dude, he can make the most littlest, like, oh, oh yeah. I just made a little picture book for you. Here you go. And you're like, oh, my God, that's so sweet. Well, oh, my God. But then another dude that you're not into is like, yeah, I actually uh, chiseled your, uh, <laughs> you and your two children out of this well, marble. <laughs> and you're like, ew, creeper. Well, <laughs> I don't even like marble. Well, okay, so that being said, his, his writing is actually really good, and he's very artistic. However, he also plays guitar. Now, that being said, I've dated 
a lot of guys who play guitar. Mm-hmm. Am I impressed by his guitar skills? Not one. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's great. And he's like, you're like the only one that, <laughs> that I've ever dated who's not into like, like guitar. And yuck. I'm like, yeah, maybe if you weren't the 18th person I've dated who's into guitar, who's played a guitar. I'm like, I'm sorry, but you know. You only know five chords to stairway. What the fuck? It's just, you know, oh, really? <laughs> you know, I just. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> do, you, do you know a Jimmy Buffett song? Because I've never heard it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just, you know Mark, can you play Margaritaville? Holy cow. That's it. <laughs> He's like. Uh, fuck the writing letters. <laughs> hey, baby, have you heard Cheeseburger in Paradise? Two, three, four. <laughs> and then you're like, my stars. Mercy. Well, wet, well, wet my panties. I, just... <laughs> yeah. I do believe I'm getting the vapors. So, even to this day, he's kind of like, I don't even want to play it. You're not even yeah. interested. <laughs> yeah, you were a fan. <laughs> no, honey, I really like it. Shut up. <laughs> and I do. I try to be like, no, it's really good because he is. But he's like, I don't even care. I don't care about you. Don't patronize me. <laughs> so I said you weren't as good as Jimmy Buffett I once. Just, whatever, okay? I just said, okay, it's not Soundgarden, but. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest in peace. something that is like very uh true to a lot of comedians is the kid aspect you know there's whole specials around like so i had you know a kid and here's some crazy kid stories (laughs) well daryl you actually get a nice good feel of it because you don't have kids right but you're able to listen to these stories you know it's just like jim gaffigan when he's like you know what it's like to have four kids. Well, do you know what it's like to have three kids under four? It's like somebody, you're drowning, mm-hmm. and somebody hands you a baby. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. I, myself, not having any kids, I hear a lot of kid jokes, but I can still laugh at the kid jokes because I'm like, oh, yeah, that. if I had a kid, I could see that being very relatable. But, like, you know, if you make jokes about how great it is to not have kids – you're going to have everybody that has kids go like, fuck this guy. I don't give a shit about whatever he says. You have to be like endearing about like almost making a joke about like my life would be a lot better if I did have kids. <laughs> um, I, I keep sleeping in all the time. <laughs> I, I, I miss a lot of, um, you know, TV. I got to have I, I had the opportunity and I have the opportunity to have random sex with people. Yeah, it's constantly. horrible. I I mean just... <laughs> <laughs> and they've never gotten pregnant. Yeah. I've never like I've raw dogged it all every single time and they just never get pregnant. What the fuck? <laughs> I think I'm cursed. Uh, I think I'm cursed with this huge dick and uh <laughs> not the ability to have kids. What the hell is that about? <laughs> I think that's like every man's secret. Like, if you had three wishes, 
Yes, one would be to be sterile. Yeah, like just naturally sterile. Uh, naturally. Yeah, because you wouldn't want to like bring it on yourself because you want women no. to be like, oh. No, I wouldn't want like, oh, yeah, so to like become. Them. I wouldn't want to become oh, okay. sterile. Like, yeah, exactly. In, like, you don't want to have a vasectomy because no. then it's like, what? But you just want to naturally be born into sterilization and mm-hmm. then be like, so I can't. I wanted them. Yeah. I, I did. But just look, I don't have any balls. But I just don't. I just was, I just, I was born without nuts. I just, I shoot blanks, but I got this huge cock. <laughs> luck. It went all in. It's just <laughs> dick. It's no just balls. That it. <laughs> just, I just got this big dick and no <laughs> sperm. that's every guy's fantasy of course (laughs) wish number one (laughs) what's their second and third wish i don't even need a third a coke and a pepsi yeah (laughs) because i don't choose my life (laughs) i let my my life choose me (laughs) do you relate to a lot of uh comedians or do you feel like you could ever be a comedian so. Well, naturally, because I I really like Jim Gaffigan because obviously he's mm-hmm. got like five kids. Hot pockets. Yes. Although he does talk a lot about food. And- mm-hmm. It's more about food than kids, but yeah. it is a lot about kids, too. Because, you know, there's pressure to have fun on your vacation, right? But at Disney, it's like a desperation. You see it on the faces of parents. They're like, oh, this was an enormous mistake. I hope you're having fun. It was either this or send you to college. And then um, even Brian Regan talks about his kids, mm-hmm. about like things, cool things you get to say because you have kids. Right. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like his son that one time was like, hey, buddy, don't balance your juice box on your chest while you're walking to the kitchen or something like that. <laughs> and he's like, when would I ever get to say that? <laughs> And it's just like my, me and my son. It's just like, hey, buddy, so, like, before you're done pooping, don't, like, poop in your pants and then, like, wipe yourself with your sister's toys because she's probably not going to like that later. <laughs> oh, what, Mom? She doesn't like poop on her uh, cabbage um, patch dolls? No. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. She might, but we're not going <laughs> to allow it because CPS would get involved. <laughs> Is that a lot of like reasons of your parenting skills? Is <laughs> like, 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 like would CP get would CPS get involved if we did this, <laughs> or if we didn't do this? Sometimes, yeah. Like <laughs> a lot of my decisions come in the form of would I get in trouble if this happened? If this happened? Would there be legal repercussions? <laughs> yeah. Would the news media come onto my uh, porch? Yeah, that's what? My, that's my morale. I'm not saying, like, you're going to, like, marry Kay Letourneau, these kids. But, like, have you ever thought about, like, what if I just dunk their head in the water a little too long or something? No, I don't think that. I more or less, like, want to well, ignore awesome that. Awesome now. Like- <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, guys. Uh, don't worry. She's not going to kill her kids. <laughs> you can all rest easy. I just. I literally, I think most often I find myself, if this is any part of neglect, I like walk into a room and I'll see chaos and I'll just walk out like it didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) You just see something. I'm like, just not going to pretend this is not. 
Like, Aiden's just, like, beating Elise with, like, a hobby horse. <laughs> it's just a hobby horse head, and you just keep hearing the, like, the neighing. <laughs> and instead of going, like, hey, don't hit your sister with that hobby horse, you're just like, oh, well. <laughs> no, it's like when I... <laughs> okay, so we have chickens now. We have two oh, chickens. Yes, okay. Because <laughs> we live in That's Texas. What you call your, your children, your okay. corn five. <laughs> no. But like, there are times that I go outside like, to check on my children and stuff, and they're either chasing the chickens or something, or chasing like a feral cat, mm-hmm. or our neighbor has a donkey, and his donkey oftentimes gets into our yard. You might want to tell people where you live. They're going to be like, where is this, Fountain Valley? Or We live in Springtown, Texas. So, that so makes more sense. Springtown, yeah, Springtown yeah. Texas. I, I picture now a lot of chickens and donkeys. Yeah. And, oh, and there's a Saks Fifth right across the street. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> no yeah so anyway so yes you know and one hey. would think one would think like oh gosh you know like my children being all you know what if something happens what if something bites them what if something kicks them that donkey that gets in the yard mm-hmm. and i'm like nope nope let them do it if they can catch <laughs> if they can catch that pharaoh cat i will be impressed i will tip my hat to you aiden <laughs> like, if you can get behind that donkey's rear end and not get kicked after i just told you get <laughs> like if you think that you no mom i'm, I'm the donkey whisperer <laughs> by all means if that have at it i mean far be it for me to deny you (laughs) and that was the last we heard of aiden (laughs) and that's when i walk away i'm like (laughs) he got uh, i'm gonna go vacuum (laughs) he got killed in a horrible donkey accident (laughs) that's how my grandpa went I feel like uh, we made each other laugh a lot, like, as kids. Do you feel like there was a lot of joy in the house? (laughs) (laughs) The same amount of joy that you have in your house now? I think, I think, well, yes, we did. I mean, I think we did a lot of fun things. I mean, this is where I see Elise and Aiden, you know, he's kind of got a love-hate relationship, or they both do, really, because... In one aspect, you know, there's a lot of jealousy and stuff. But then in another aspect, they play together and they have companions and stuff. And so, you know, when you have a sibling, especially like us being twins, you have like an immediate friend. You have somebody to play a board game with. You Mm -hmm. have like an instant like, hey, let's go do this because this would be a lot more fun. And you could help me. Right. (laughs) Whatever. And I see that happening between them because they are two years and like two weeks apart so that's really cool um so i think just seeing your kids you know whenever something exciting happens or something like that they're both really into it it's like yeah let's go see whatever you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. and so i think that's really cool. <laughs> let's go stick this chicken in this donkey's butt yes. Exactly. Like they both, you know, like <laughs> they both have that kind of just, you know, and he gets her excited and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And so 
And now you said too that he's uh, super serious. <laughs> now he'll like sit you down and have heart to hearts with you. Yes. <laughs> When Scott, my husband, walks through the door, <laughs> after a few couple minutes, he's like, so, Dad, how's your day? How'd your day go? <laughs> and Scott's like, it went pretty well, buddy. <laughs> and that's the thing, too, because my husband's like, should I really tell him how my day was because he's asking? Or yeah. should I just kind of like, like, you know, kind of romper room it, like... So I played with circles and triangles and a drill. And yeah, like what do you want to do? Like tell your kid like, it was great, son. Yeah. I was in addicts all day. A customer told me to fuck off. It was magical. <laughs> or do you have to tell him like, it was all right. Which is usually the route that he goes <laughs> because he doesn't want to, you know, mislead him in the family business <laughs> right like <laughs> can't set him down and go like well a piece of me died today son <laughs> it's just one more piece and uh, after enough pieces i will no longer cease to exist <laughs> um so hopefully you have a good 401k what's a 401k son let me show you what this <laughs> just let me think show you what this thing is called prudential <laughs> No, we haven't gone down that route. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of women feel like, yeah, you should just be handed a free abortion. Just like, uh, you know, you should be handed uh, coupons to Trader Joe's. Hi, guys. I don't... I, just... I mean, I see both sides. I do. I mean, I do. I do, too, because, It's you know... really about, like... So you're not fighting over, like, should women be able to have an abortion or not? It's who should pay for it. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. It's just like, look, you know... Which is a legitimate concern on both sides. Like, I can understand why... The government doesn't want to flip the bill. Sure. And I can understand. Well, taxpayers don't want to flip the bill. Right. Especially when it's like, I'm not having an abortion. I'm not doing it. why are we paying for this? Yeah, why do I have to pay for this? But But there are a lot of services that you don't directly use, but are serving a greater good. Well, for instance, like, if you don't directly use Medicaid or WIC or whatever... I still want those people to be taken care of. I still or like, want. you know, I don't own a car and I don't drive a car. Yeah, so I still want. But I, but still I want believe, roads and I want Well, and public transportation. To, right. I don't personally take public transportation. I live in Texas. <laughs> but like, I believe we should have it. Right. And for what it's worth, I believe that we should have abortion. And I believe that women have rights to have abortions because I believe like if I was in a position and I have been in positions, I haven't had an abortion. But... I mean, I've been in situations where it would have not been good. Right. And you can't take those rights away because, you know, not only is it not America's founded on, which is freedom, but also, I mean, you're, people are just going to have illegal abortions. So then right. we're opening a whole nother yeah. dark door to stop a problem that's going to continue to be a problem. So I'm not saying we should take it away, but I thought it was a little hysterical or just a little hmm. <laughs> when I saw see these women on, you know, these 
newscasts and Facebook, and I understand it's Facebook and stuff, and they don't even know why they're walking, and they're in California, and they're like, women's rights, blah, 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 yeah, and it's just like... Yeah, it's. I was saying the same thing, and like, obviously, I'm a woman I didn't want to yell I get it. it, and I'm like, I'm, I am, but please, you're really embarrassing. This yourself. is why you're my sister, Renee. This is why we have like a kindred spirit, is because I was saying the exact same thing earlier, and of course, I couldn't yell it as loud because I'm an evil white male, <laughs> right? And I don't have those opinions, or if I do, it's you know that much, that's what makes me the devil even more. But that's the thing. Like I was asking to myself, like. How many girls think that this is a farmer's market yeah, rather than a protest? Yeah, and that were just, I, I just found, I, I thought it was very weird. Or I just thought that there wasn't a whole lot of purpose mm-hmm. towards it. And I thought, right. I, I don't know. Or they're like, like hoping that their funny poster that they made, you know, went viral. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just thought it was very kind of sloppy almost and just very like. Hmm. And afterwards... You know, is it all good now? Like, no. are we all like women is like that just, just suddenly women just get like, okay, five, 50 more thousand dollars a year. And it's like, all right, we've done our part. I marched uh, yesterday and uh, I guess I can move on to something else. It was almost kind of like you remember like, okay, like in the 60s when women burned their bras and they thought it was right. just so, you know, which I've heard a lot of people saying that they didn't actually do that. No, they didn't. And it was a women's protest. And when you look now, Gloria Steinem, I love Gloria Steinem. She's mm-hmm. in her 80s now. And I've listened to and some her- of her podcasts. And I've like listened. She's been on NPR, but she's also been on just the circuit and stuff like right. that. And um, she had just recently wrote a book. And I was listening to her talk about the book and everything. And this woman, like, has been a pioneer. And I don't mean like pioneer, like, What's his face that got women of the year last mm-hmm. year? Kardashian. Oh, Bruce Jenner. Well, the real truth is that before just a few weeks, a few months ago, I had never met anybody else who was trans, who was like me. I had never met a trans person. Never. Right, right, right. <laughs> no. I mean, this He's woman hot. really paid her dues, you know, and really saw adversity at its finest. And like, I mean, that's the type of woman that I'm like, and the thing is, too, is I actually agree with her a lot, but I also, I see also the generation, and I think that right. a lot of women, as a woman, I think that you should always be willing to speak your mind. Don't ever feel like what you say is not important because it is. Um, you, just the tiniest voice can, it's it's like a domino effect, and so I really believe in what she stands for, but... I am a married woman and I did have children and I, there's a lot of things that I did differently than she did, you know, and um, I don't know. Where was I going with this? <laughs> anyway. Gloria <laughs> Steinem's bird, awesome. I just, I really do. I love her because she is also the one that said the truth will set you free, but it'll piss you off first mm-hmm. and it will. And those are, you know, you know, so you have to like. She definitely was a pioneer. And that's who, when I think of like burning your bras or, you know, if you're going to burn your bra or if you're going to do something, anything that's supposed to influence people, do it appropriately and do it with grace and do it with some type of intelligence. Because otherwise, you are just going to be that dumb person on Twitter 
talking nonsense and it, you don't even have to be female <laughs> you could be just I mean, right you could be transgender you could be whoever and well i nothing think that's say. <laughs> a lot of people are feeling that that's enough though is that like i can be this idiot but as long as i make stupid points online i'm making a difference because i'm making these dumb points online getting people to agree with you isn't making a difference in fact quite the contrary if you can get enough people to disagree with you, you'll probably make more of an impact. Well, you'll definitely get more people being outraged. Yes. And if you can create that type of attention, and I don't mean through, like, if the Democratic Party really wanted to make an impact on Trump, they would probably be kind and they would do everything with a grain of salt and with sugar on top. Right. Trying to be the better person. Yes, exactly. If you really wanted to, you know, make a difference and grind his gears. But all they're doing is just, you know, it's not fair. I hate him. And I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to mm-hmm. do, do a poster with a severed head. And right. that's going to just, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, okay, that's really winning your argument. Like, <laughs> So you're not a Kathy Griffin fan. I love Kathy Griffin. But up in, but I don't think what she did did anything but draw negative attention to her. Hmm. I mean, and him, and I mean, and but he's got plenty of it. I don't think what she did did anything. I think it actually draw drew more attention to herself. <laughs> Which is ultimately probably every celebrity's goal. Yeah, I, I think it was very self motivated, and mm-hmm. you know, also Kathy Griffin is the type of person who she's just looking for headlines. She talks about celebrities. This is just more right. material for her. This is not. This might have no, nothing to do with. She said she wanted to start a conversation. Right. <laughs> That's why I everything that I do online is to start, start a dialogue. A yeah. I want to start a conversation. I start a dialogue. I just want to, you know, <laughs> like I mean, I don't know, like <laughs> if you think it's ridiculous, chances are if it's, Alexander it is. Graham Bell invented the telephone, and somebody asked him, like, why did you invent this machine? And he said. I just want to start a conversation. (laughs) I would be like, let's burn this shit. Fuck him. And actually, (laughs) do you want to know something interesting? All you have to do is look this up on drunk history. Mm. That Alexander Graham Bell did not, in fact, um, build the telephone. It was actually some other guy. Right. That... You know, because Bell at the time, he was kind of like moving up in the world. He was very, he was networking. People knew who he was and everything like that. But there was this other like peon type of person right. that had came to him and said, hey, you know, between electricity. You can and, talk through this telephone and, line. Yes, exactly. And he gave him some blueprints and everything like that. And Bell was like, you're dumb. We don't need this. Right. Like, this is stupid. Right. Right. So anyway, so this other guy was like, okay, fine. Right. So he goes up and he gets some backing towards other people and everything. And he actually starts to get some type of, you know, he starts to start a conversation. He, started, he, <laughs> right. he gets people kind of interested and going like, wow, does this work and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. And then Bell turned around and was like, what, what, wait a minute, you know, 
that's my idea and everything. Mm-hmm. Just go into Drunk History or go under Alexander Bill. <laughs> Get all your information off when Drunk History. When are they going to start showing Drunk History in class? I love Drunk History. <laughs> I do because it, it, it gives you just like cliff notes and then mm. it reenacts it yes. and stuff like that. And so anyway, basically the plans were stolen. Alexander Graham or whatever, he really, I mean, and the thing is he did have a lot of notoriety. He was a scientist. He was, but he basically... Stole the plans and said, I'm going to market this. And he Isn't was the that, one like, every, that got the like, credit. Like every story is about yeah. like more like, oh, yeah, the person that you think invented this just stole it from somebody else yeah, first. Basically. Basically. <laughs> like whoever has the patent is the shithead. Yes. And that's what happened. <laughs> it was basically a patent. And he was the one that was able to get the patent mm-hmm. and off of somebody else's plans. Mm-hmm. So. And. Now it's it's made us uh, assholes ever since. Well, it's what founded America, Daryl. <laughs> the telephone. Well, just basically people stealing shit from other people. <laughs> that's what. <yeah. laughs> that's how America was started. We built America by stealing other people's shit. You know, Chris Columbus came in and said, "Nope, that's my shit." Now this is my land, <laughs> not yours. We'll just pay you some, you know, royalties later on throughout life. <laughs> yep. Well, he wasn't American, but he was still, like, uh, I guess, a shithead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was shit in the sense that he was, like, a failure, because, like, three of his excursions prior to finding America had all failed. (laughs) Nice. Well, that's even more American is, uh, you know, through adversity, he still came out on top. (laughs) You know, that's American. Or you could just steal it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We could say it's adversity and he climbed the leg and out. Mm-hmm. He just, was a fuck up and then just basically fell upwards. <laughs> I like that idea. Well, again, Daryl, that's why we're all here today. Yeah. God bless America. <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> That's what I always feel like if that would be my parenting style is like, you know, Rick Moranis in Parenthood <laughs> where he would just sit her down and like, you know, tell her about like, you know, this is a Roth IRA. You want to set these up in, in, early in your investing. And she's like, I'm four. <laughs> you know, trying to treat kids like adults from a very early but see, that's age. that's the thing. If you see the kids that have been treated as adults, hence like celebrity, like look at celebrity right. kids. And I'm not like I'm, saying like, oh yeah, he can have some Cuddy Sark. He's four. <laughs> I'm talking about like, I'm not going to like, you know, lie to him and say Santa Claus exists. Yeah. And, or yeah. And teach him about, yeah, death like really early. Well, no. <laughs> We're gonna talk about gang raping, son. Yeah, because they need to know. <laughs> because about they need that. to know. We can't. We can't. Can't live in a bubble. No, <laughs> no. Can't live in this Santa Claus living non-raping bubble. <laughs> <laughs> but when it is a little interesting, though, how much we lie to kids because we're feeling like we're protecting them. But, be, but it's then not even it protection is, because like, I think one of the reasons why we lie to our kids is because you want to let them be kids for a minute. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like, so being a kid is just growing up around a 
bunch of lies. Like that's being a kid. Like no, you don't know what's the truth and what's not. That's like, what being a kid's like. If I knew Aiden was going to be Alex P. Keaton, Monopoly? Are you kidding me? I'd love a game. Uh, I, I thought you had a lot of work to do. Well, Dad, I was thinking. You know, term papers and exams come and go, but the family unit is the one true constant in life. The precious hours spent in the familiar abode with loved ones playing a heartwarming game such as this are, are what make memories that one can treasure for all eternity. <laughs> when did all that occur to you? As I was coming down the stairs. You know, yes. like, if I knew, I probably wouldn't be worried about it. I'd be like, no, he's going to be Alex P. Keaton. He's going to, like, he's going to want to be, like, in the, the Republican Party and, like, you know, by the time he's 16. And he's going to be like, you know what? Childhood was a waste. What we really need to be focusing on is tax exemptions. And, <laughs> For these children. Yes. Like, you know, suits are back in. Right. In fact, I, I, I personally <laughs> shit in my suit all the time. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Those diaper companies are making millions, billions. It's trillion dollar corporation. <laughs> you know what? You can just do it in our underwear. That's what I say. I say it's just hangs. You know what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> and it doesn't even feel bad sitting in it. <laughs> just, Come on, people. <laughs> We're living in a... <laughs> Some huge carbon footprint. This is a less carbon footprint. The <laughs> yes, <laughs> shit exactly. footprint. So, like, I probably, but, so, if I know, if I knew what my kids were going to be like, and I prop, but then I lied, or I don't even, I guess you could call it lying, you know, but at the same time, I'm trying to save them also from just, like, thinking that the world is dark. And Well, you know, I think it's also easier to te- to teach kids, like, you know, here's how to live your life and here's not, but it has to be through magic. You know, it can't just be like, hey, don't go in the woods or a bear will eat It has to be a magical bear that, like, you know, lures you into the woods and with a, some sort of a accordion. But isn't that why we have movies and stuff like that? It's That's because I mean. it's escapism. It's just some way... And you can learn like, kind of... oh, I, I don't want to be a shithead because Harry Potter wasn't a shithead. Right. <laughs> you know, but it's easier to tell it through that story instead of just going, hey, Billy, don't be a shithead. <laughs> well, because Aiden would be like, what's a shithead? Like, right. <laughs> I'm like, well, let me give you some examples. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Don't be, <laughs> hey, don't be a Draco Malfoy. Don't be a Malfoy. What? Huh? <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go be Spongebob really quick. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, don't be, uh, what's his name? Uh, Squidward? Don't mm-hmm. be a Squidward. <laughs> and that's the thing you also learn as, like, a parent, is that, like, even if you try to sit them down and, like, talk to them, like, say, about birth or, like, where they came from or something like that. And then you just, like, drop n- trout, like, you came from this pussy! <laughs> <laughs> Then I would forever scar my child. Right? <laughs> that's super real. Like you, that's that's sometimes like where you. No, a little magic is better than yeah, just we'll showing just them talk my vagina. Him about unicorns and, and flying donkeys. Right, the stork is easier. It's a lot easier. <laughs> Pixar did it way better. <laughs> I would rather show a Pixar picture yes. than my vagina. Yes. <laughs> 
to my three-year-old son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and but, I'm sure he'd actually rather watch it through Pixar. Yeah. <laughs> if choice being <laughs> given. Pixar should do that. Like the miracle of birth presented by Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> you just see like the sperm and the egg and the afterbirth, everything. <laughs> but it's all like, you know, cute and cuddly. Well, you remember? Okay, so like going back to family memories. Do you remember when mom showed us that like movie? Yes. The Miracle of Life. That's and what I, I'm talking I think about. We were probably like 11, mm-hmm. fifth grade, yes. somewhere in there. And we both watched it and you can get it at any library. Yeah, or, for free. Yeah. Or just or online Or you probably now. just download it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, you know, and it's called The Miracle of Life. From these one-celled organisms evolved all life on Earth. of life, the cell, has endured unchanged since the first tiny organisms swam in the cradle of life, the sea. Every living being is made up of cells, the basic units of life on Earth. (laughs) And I think we were both like... That's exactly... Just silence. Yeah. Like, just... No, it was pretty graphic. Like, you didn't see, like, the full-on, like, sex, but you... You just saw a baby being born. Yeah. And the thing is, too, mom walked out of the room and was just like, here yeah. you go. She- I'm just gonna... <laughs> it's like watching Requiem for a Dream on Acid by yourself. Like, just, like, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> just, like, whoo. <laughs> Or watching the news on Aston, yeah, whatever. Requiem for a Dream is definitely the sequel to Miracle Life. Yeah, I mean, when you're 11 and your mom walks out of the room mm-hmm. and you're sitting there with your brother and Wait, you're like... Yeah, exactly. So... This ain't Saved by the Bell. <laughs> or the Cosby Show. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been the Cosby. <laughs> this might have been like... <laughs> Who knows? We don't know. Speaking of, though... Well, I'll go segue to Cosby. Mm. (laughs) So I hear that's a closed case. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like the miracle of life. (laughs) Right. What's this Cosby done? What'd you hear, Renee? (laughs) Well, no, I really... (laughs) Well, see, in Texas, and when you're bogged down by kids, you don't really get to know what's going on in the rest of the world. Um, You don't want to know about that. Yeah. Well, I guess his wife was, like, there with him and stuff like that. But, what, the jury couldn't figure out what it wasn't a hung jury mm-hmm. so do they have to be okay i've never served on a juror like i've right. never been a juror so what is it does it have to be unanimous or is it just majority uh no usually yeah it has to be unanimous oh, okay so yeah so they're still deliberating or, right yeah. and if there's not a consensus then yeah it's called a hung jury and okay. then it just you know it's not he's innocent he's just basically gonna have to do it again you know, okay. a retrial. Well, because I guess, like, in in so many words, you know, his attorneys were trying to say, like, okay, he had a relationship with this girl. It wasn't really right. But cheating doesn't make you a criminal. Right. That kind of thing. Drugging women does, though. Yes, that does. <laughs> yes. You know. And, like, uh, what's-her-name said that she he gave her three blue pills or something like mm. that. and. I think it's more egregious of those sweaters that he probably wore in front of him. Like, that actually got you laid? Oh, oh well, the drugs too, but like, <laughs> I just feel like one person could have came up to him at some point. But see, and went, I'm like, surprised really? like, the, the attorneys aren't like, blue pills? That was melatonin. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if they you know, were just if, like placebos? Yeah, exactly. I don't understand why they're not getting more creative. This is all hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Oh, she get oh three blue pills. You know what those are? They're Betty Rubbles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, miss, do you recall a uh, face on these pills? She was well, and not only that, it was like she could have been taking her own drugs. Could it was, be. It was the 70s. I mean, Renee, you was, need to be on the defense team. <laughs> and also, uh, I think you're the only woman that's like, oh, let him hear him out, guys. Like, <laughs> uh, I want to hear what uh, Cosby's got to say. Well, I'm like, just <laughs> because, like, one, like, again, well, I was a woman in my 20s and stuff like oh, that. There were now, many days <laughs> in my 30s. I love Jesus now. So, <laughs> oh, so you're saying we can but forgive Cosby? Well, I'm just saying that when I was a girl in my 20s, it was not uncommon for me before I went out to do a couple shots, smoke bowl, what have you. Right. Okay? So the fact that this girl was just, I, I, she's just going over to Bill Cosby's house to just like look at some, you know, tile and no, they're you know, like look at his oh, sweaters. Going over lines. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not lines of coke, but lines, you know, in a movie. Like, I'm going to. You see, you you need to talk about like feeling it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I That's don't know. Maybe she did, I mean, who's to say she didn't have a couple glasses of wine? Mm. Who's to say she didn't take a little hydro right. or you know right. whatever? I'm just saying. You know, did anybody? Nobody really knows. But it so. is odd, though. Like, it's not just one girl. It's like 50 girls. Which obviously makes him guilty because (laughs) it'd be really hard to get 30 girlfriends together and go like, like, hey, we got to see how this goes. (laughs) But do you think there is the ability to have like women here like, oh, this guy, you know, did this to four women and he hung out with me, but nothing happened. But since he hung out with me and there's already like four others, maybe I could be the fifth just because, you know, I got to jump on this train while it's getting good. If there's money involved. Of course there's money involved. Yeah. So, because, I mean, what I do know is I've seen money change a lot of people. Right. You know, and it's usually based on inheritance. Into better people. Like. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, it'll really, if you know, like, hey, you could possibly get 50 grand off of this and stuff. Mm-hmm. And not to say that it didn't happen. Right. But they, everybody has a motive. Right. Everybody has, and there, maybe their motive is, you know, to the better good or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. I want a piece of that jello money. And then there's also a piece. Yeah. And then there's also that motive. So you have to understand everybody kind of does something for a reason. It's well, I really... always feel like, especially now in a lot of these, uh, you know, any type of social issue, it's almost like, are you doing this because you're really genuinely feeling this? Or is it because people are listening and you have now the this platform to yes. go yes you know like deep down like if nobody gave a shit about how offended you were about like you well, know here's here's my like from somebody who i don't know has dated and what have you i won't go into my background but it's interesting to me that if these women's really if, if the all of these women really truly felt victimized mm-hmm. and everything how come they didn't speak earlier and have they lived the last 30 years a victim and now that's why they're speaking out? Like, it's like, wow, you haven't gone to therapy. Like, you have remained a victim mm-hmm. for this long 
And chances are you coming out and seeking repercussion, if you've lived this long as a victim, this is not going to be your answer. You will get justice, I mean, if that's what you're looking for. But ultimately, the statute of limitations has, you know, made a lot of these girls not even able to get on the stand. You know, so really they're only trying one case. Right. So. And yet. Okay, so you get justice. Are you now going to suddenly start living your life? Yeah, now you're going to live your life now that you sought that justice? Because the people that have wronged me and the things that I've been through, I've just naturally forgiven them so I can personally move forward. Right. You know, it's not about money. It's not about any of that. I know Bill Cosby's a very powerful man, so, you know, but it really kind of makes you wonder, like, this is obvious, This is just all screwed up in so many ways. And did you hear that Rudy was yes. defending me too? <laughs> so I'm not de- defending like Bill Cosby, nor am I defending rapists and murderers or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I am, li- I am a woman and I do look at other women going through this and I say, I do think to myself like, have you carried this this long mm. and now this is what you're, this is what you're wanting or are you going along with the program? Or is there possibly a paycheck at the end of the yellow dick r- road? Right, you know? right. The, were you going to say the yellow dick road? The yellow dick road. Because <laughs> that's what it really is about. <laughs> Cosby really has an Asian penis. <laughs> <laughs> so again, and I'm not excusing his behavior. Chances are he really did do these things. Right. You know. But it is interesting. It is yeah, interesting like that once you feel like, yeah, there is a, a monetary thing to gain, how quickly you are to be like, yep, he did it. You know, and maybe these girls, you know, were young and felt outspoken and stuff. And I think that is why a lot of. Right. Per- Who would believe them? Well, I think there's a lot of perpetrators. Like I know that being 35, even just 10 years ago, being 25, you know, there was a lot of like, even if I did say something or whatever, what would it really, you know what I mean? So. But again, I I do I do have to wonder like, is there something like that? I mean, are you really looking for a paycheck? Or, <laughs> like, you know, like sister, friend. Okay, I get it. I know I know your pain and everything. But really, are you really looking for something? <laughs> <laughs> really, did Bill Cosby do a little? Yeah, you know, I mean, he's going to pay for your college education. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, that's supposedly you know so. Seemed like, like he was kind of painful. That's the thing, too. It's like he maybe didn't have to drug any of them because, like, how many of those girls would have just sucked his dick sober? True. Maybe. True. Maybe not all of them, well, look but at still Clinton, a couple. Look, look at Clinton and Lewinsky. When you were under 25 mm. and you were around powerful men mm. and stuff like that, I mean, I don't... Take this puff of my cigar. Yeah, exactly. These men are there to... I'll let you make handbags later. And if you're that creeped out, then why did you go there in the first place? Like, why are you (laughs) hanging out with a 50-year-old man? Oh, because I just thought we were going to play, you know, Monopoly. Mm -hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. Really. I like that beret. You're like the only chick that wears a beret. Exactly. Even in the 90s. I mean, these women weren't minors. They were... Interns. Adults. I mean, I don't. I just. I mean, if you've ever had a guy hit on you, whether he's twenty one or whether he's Bill Cosby fifty one, right? You know, like I don't understand how, like I or the president. Yeah, or the president. I mean, like 
I, that's not my ball game, but like if I was standing next to the president right now and he flirted with me or he made a pass at me, you'd suck his dick. No, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but I wouldn't be so shocked. I wouldn't be this like, well, I never like, <laughs> stars and garters. You know, I would, <laughs> I do declare. I just, don't know how you call yourself a man. Like I just, <laughs> you just laugh and then stupid. Like I just be like, uh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so, Monica, you want to suck this dick? <laughs> uh, I'm good. <laughs> well, see, this is how I'm 35. <laughs> At 21, I don't know. I probably would have. There you go. <laughs> You heard it first, guys. Uh, my sister would suck the president's dick if asked. If fourteen years, if asked fourteen at, years ago at twenty one. At twenty one, yes. The consensus is most likely. <laughs> you really can't say a hundred percent, but most likely. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, if it was uh, switched around and it was Hillary, I'd probably do the same. Yeah, if Hillary said, yeah. you need to eat my pussy," I would. I'd, I'd you're eat, the intern. Yep, I'd dust and it you're off. Twenty one. <laughs> I'd give it a good thorough cleaning and then just head down south. Well, one thing I will say, and again, I don't know, there might be women listening to this, but if you, women, I hope so. if you, yeah, if, if you really just dig deep down and remember how you were when you were 20, 21, or maybe you're 20, 21 now, you yeah. know, think about it. If a powerful man or whatever, you know, offered you, his dick. Or just offered you some attention and just said, mm-hmm. hey, so you want to give me some head and everything? You're in the back of your mind thinking, okay, this can go down several ways. I could suck the president's dick and have a lifelong story. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's just the one, top of it. Yeah. Just one night and that, hey, I sucked Bill Clinton's dick. Nobody's yeah. going to believe Whatever. But I did it. This may actually help your career. Because let's just say you don't say a word to anybody, but you know, he might always give you a recommendation because you mm. could always say, well, <laughs> but that would be I. then quid quo quo, Renee. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that is not HR approved. Exactly. Because I know so many girls who suck the manager's dick, you know, slept their way yeah. to the middle and what, or anything. You so we're say, talking about the president of the United States. Do you still know these girls? No. I don't. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't. Can I tell them I'm a manager? <laughs> so, I, I run my own podcast, I ladies. know girls <laughs> who have done less for less. Right, <laughs> okay? right, right. So. Well, isn't that like ultimately like, you know, like what economics teaches us is that, uh, yeah. you know, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Well, and that's just sociology. You know what I mean? Like women, you know, especially like look at... I, I've actually never seen pictures of the women that Bill Cosby, the girls who are basically prosecuting him or mm-hmm. you know, telling this, but I'm sure they were all very attractive, very good looking girls. Let's hope so. Yes. Right. So you're going to drug uggos. Exactly. And you, <laughs> <laughs> I want the fatties. <laughs> Bring them on down. That's even worse. <laughs> if they're not a buck 70, I don't even want to look. <laughs> I want them to look like jello pudding, like they're smuggling it. <laughs> C-section scars all the way. <laughs> Gotta have at least two. Mm-hmm. One on each side. <laughs> and on the back side, too. Because 
I want tickle bitties, front and back. (laughs) 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 No. Okay. (laughs) So yeah, so you're so Renee, you're one of the only girls that will admit that um, feminine wiles gets you places in this world. Yeah, and maybe not necessarily like okay, I'm gonna go sleep with the boss. Yeah, but it is like at least I'm gonna sleep with my husband so he can mow the lawn. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No matter what, it comes like. The pussy has power. Well, yes, it does. In fact, and you will always use that to your advantage. Like, I want to know, is there a way that guys can use it? Like, I want to meet those, like, high price uh, bosses that are like, you need to, like, yeah, eat that. Eat my puss right you now or you, I'm not you giving you a... You know what I suggest a- everybody, you know, and again, because I'm... I'm a Jesus woman now. I am. I, I truly am. <laughs> I talk. <laughs> this is all in the past. This is. <laughs> I used the pussy as power before, but now I found Jesus. You know Jesus what, though? And- if, you know what? I will say one thing, ladies. And I think any woman knows this. It's not even something. So I don't see why people are shocked by this. But yes, you know, you give your husband head on a consistent basis. Not only is he happy, but those dishes... Why do you think I'm out here in California, Daryl? <laughs> Why do you think my husband was like, have fun, babe. You just have fun. <laughs> you sucked his dick big. And then, then it was like, hey, guy, I'm going out for two days. He's like, oh, yeah. I yeah. No, I, huh? I did what? good. And there was an encore. <laughs> I took care of my man. After all right. All right. Right. So, I don't want to know details. Anyway, but <laughs> point is, look what you can have. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ladies. You can have a two-day vacation anytime you want. (laughs) Say you're visiting family. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll admit that's the thing. Uh, Obviously, you don't go in that telling your husband that. I mean, it's just. (laughs) But they know, like. (laughs) And you know the thing? My husband is more than happy. He's just like, here's a credit card. He's thinking the other side of it, where it's like, hey guys, all I do is do the dishes. She sucks my dick. That's you know, all she does. I take care of the kids. <laughs> I hand her a credit card for some, you know, a, a flight. And look. <laughs> like, you know. Oh, so wait. What you're saying is do shit around the house, house. and she'll want you. She'll, she'll want wanna... to do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, like, <laughs> I get it. I've been in more relationships where it's like, he does the dishes, and I don't even suck his dick. Ugh. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he doesn't ask for it. He just does it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're dealing with Democratic women. Because <laughs> any re- liberal then, Republican. Yeah, every girl <laughs> around her is like, you're living the dream. <laughs> he cleans the house, and he doesn't want sex from you? Whoa. How'd you luck out? <laughs> well, Daryl, you know, the first problem is is that you got to just kind of be upfront with them, especially at this stage in the game, and go, do you like sex? <laughs> like, by yourself. Do you like sex? Do you like cats? Do you like, do you like them not it? together? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Like, you know, if you go so long, like, what's your shelf life? Like, you know. <laughs> what's your pussy life? <laughs> <laughs> like, how long can you go without it before it starts to bother you? You know. Or does it ever bother you? Does it ever bother you? <laughs> oh, I can go. I, I, 
I've but is this first date combo? Yeah. Can you be like, so um, I know we're about to uh, get di- dessert, but uh, what's your pussy game like? <laughs> you know, not not for tonight. Like, I'm not trying to like say tonight, but but when I am crushing the puss, how long is that going to be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, am I going to have to do a lot of dishes? <laughs> In order to get that said puss. <laughs> or we're going to have to get a new dishwasher in order for this yeah. to happen. And she's going to be like, wow, this guy's so romantic. <laughs> Glad he said this before dessert. <laughs> no, you can't. You have to like wait 10 months into a relationship and then realize. 10 like, months? Or what? however, you know, you move in and then the like first month you're like, oh, she hasn't touched a dish this whole time. I guess, uh. That's something new. You need to start laying down the law. <laughs> laying down the This is your Texas roots coming back of like like, like Cosby had a point. You need to slap your bitch. <laughs> I let my kids do whatever they want. <laughs> and play with donkeys and chickens for all I care. <laughs> my husband's mowing the lawn and I'm going to California. <laughs> Suck his dick. <laughs> yeah. Ow. <laughs> Texas, y'all. <laughs> Do you feel like you are still like a fish out of water being like from California living in Texas? I, you know what? I think honestly, I think there's a great advantage to like living in a place because texas and california right now hate each other i mean if there could be two those are the states yes, that are like, those fuck are the each states other that fuck you fuck you mm-hmm. i you know it's just like steers and queers and fruits and nuts you know it's just <laughs> <laughs> and which one's texas <laughs> <laughs> you know and you hear like it's funny because I have friends, like, just this weekend, I've heard about how, like, I couldn't even step foot in Texas, just the way they think and stuff. And I'm like, you know, that mentality is exactly, like, what you were complaining about Texas being, that mm-hmm. they couldn't stand, you know, oh, I wouldn't want to step foot in California, all of them. You know, I'm like, that is the exact same mentality with different words. Like, you both want nothing to do with each other. Mm-hmm. So being from California and it's not like I was born in California and moved when I was four. You know, it's like, no, I, like, lived in California until, like, 2008. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was 20 years old, you know. So that being said, and then I moved to Arizona, and then now I live in Texas. You know, there are plenty of times I've gotten into conversations with Texans that I'm like, that's dumb. And I'll tell you why. Because you're ignorant. You've never stepped foot out of the state the farthest you've ever gone is Amarillo and mm-hmm. you want to base your opinion on, and you say it like Amarillo. Yeah. And so I, the, but I do the same thing with Californians too, that, that are just, you know, like, well, they just, you know, right. I can't even stand, you know, they talk about family and everything. What's wrong with wanting to not divorce? Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't understand why that was such a, that's such a, pagan or i mean it's it's just such a christian they love their family what What? the hell what you mean you're gonna quote unquote fight for your marriage what (laughs) we have no fault divorce what just leave him well he really did i kind of love him and no just Mm. leave him doesn't matter if he looked at you the wrong way you have a right girl you have a right (laughs) 
<laughs> I think there's more you to have it. You have a right to suck his dick or leave it. Yes. You just don't have to do it. In fact, it doesn't even need to make sense. Just go. Just, just walk out. Just leave. Just leave. <laughs> just leave. No rhyme or reason. Is that you what, go, girl. Is that what you really did? You just left, Renee? I'm just like, what are you talking? Well, didn't they have some kind of women's march out here or something? Mm. And I saw that some of those women, you know, and granted, it was probably cut and edited and everything like that. But I was just like, so what are they talking about? Why are they... You know what? Because women need equality. Because women need equality. Okay. Well, no one's taking away abortion. They're mm-hmm. just saying you're gonna have to pay for it. All right, I think we're about out of time. This was definitely a great podcast to do. Uh, thank you once again, Renee, for uh, coming out of the womb with me and uh, celebrating a birthday and doing all the things that twins have done. Um, it's been a real slide the bit. It's been a real thin slice of heaven. <laughs> Obviously, uh, guys, if you want to um, drop my sister a line, you could probably find her through my uh, Facebook and whatnot. I'm sure she would like to hear how much uh, better she is than me. So, well, I don't know. I'm kind of worried that I'm going to get a lot of like flack from women. Mm. What? What? You like Bill Cosby? And you give head? I can't stand it. I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, she's an anomaly, folks. And uh, I don't even know how she became my sister either. Because <laughs> I listen to my brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was all about those long conversation about giving it up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys listen to me one hour a day. She's listened for 35 years. Okay. So everyone says no over here, but my brother says I should be giving it up more. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with him. <laughs> His advice. And Renee, uh, Cosby, he ain't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> we all watched him. Cosby Show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, we saw him at the fair. Yep. The Orange County Fair. That's right. So. And he killed it. All right, guys, definitely follow me, of course, on This Comics Life, or you can go to this uh, the D Stories on Twitter, or follow me on, uh, yeah wherever you find social media or just write me an email at this comics life at this comics life pod at gmail.com and uh yeah rate and review wherever you got this podcast if you found it mildly amusing and write my sister renee mosley uh, an email or just not even just a nice message <laughs> but not a creepy message because she's taken <laughs> all right guys uh tune in next week for a whole lot more i don't know who's the, the gonna be the guest And, uh, yeah, thanks again, and peace out. This is, once again, This Comic.